I'm Tyler, and I'm back for this episode of American History Rules. Now, I'm trying to live up to my name of American History Rules, and today I'm going to read you my first draft of a paper called of the Civil War, from both views, in the eyes of the CSA and the USA. CSA and the USA, here we go. Okay. You've heard of the Civil War, but have you heard of what caused this great war? If you have, you probably heard it from the view of the winner. In this case, the Union, or the North. I'm here to also share the feelings of the CSA, or the South, of what caused this this war. The main reason, and the best known reason for the Civil War, was slavery. Slavery had existed in America since 1619 in Jamestown, Virginia, when 20 Africans were brought to America as indentured servants. Soon these servants were made slaves. Since then, the number of African Americans have increased dramatically, and the feelings over this issue have grown. It rose in 1776 when the Declaration of Independence was being signed. During this, that time was when we tried to end our enslavement with Britain and gain our freedom. Even though Thomas Jefferson stated in the Declaration of Independence that all men are created equal, he still owned slaves, and slavery still existed in the colonies. The Constitution came shortly thereafter and had several laws that addressed slavery, but none of them these completely tried to abolish this wrong. One law stated that the slave trade was illegal in the United States, but it wouldn't be illegal for 20 more years. Slavery was like a time bomb, and time was running out. Another thing that really spurred slavery was Eli Whitney's cotton gin that allowed 50, more, 50 times more cotton to be cleaned in one day. This changed cotton from a luxury item that only the rich could afford to one of the most used clothing materials. The rise of demand for cotton made the producers in the South need more slaves and more land, turning the South into one of the best agricultural regions in the world. And that was where the problems really started to begin. The South and the North were part of the same country. But, in the 1800s, that's where the similarities end. The South was one of the leading farming regions in the world, but the North was leading in technology throughout most of the world. The South needed field workers as slaves, but when the North criticized the South for being inhumane, for enslaving people because the North had already abolished slavery, the South fired back with two common responses. The factory workers in the North who worked long hours in dangerous conditions for low pay were, were just as slaves as the South, and the other response was that they were civilizing African savages from life to death. This only made tensions grow, and it was only going to get worse. Since the USA had a balance between slave states and free states, there had always been trouble deciding if a state was to be declared free or slave. This problem arose again when Missouri applied for statehood as a slave state. The North didn't want it to become a slave state because it was north of some free states. The South wanted it to be a slave state 
beca because the North had made a plan for a free state also. Both sides stood firm. Finally, they agreed on the Missouri Compromise. It stated, Missouri was a slave state and Maine free. But it also stated that any state north of the southern border of Missouri was a free state, and states below this line could apply to be a slave state. This compromise lasted until 1849, when California was applying for statehood as a free state. The balance was once again threatened because there was no other territory applying for statehood. The South wanted to remain equal. Eventually, the country p came up with another compromise. This one was called the Compromise of 1850. It passed the Fugitive Slave Law, which stated that escaped slaves in the North could be brought back to slavery in the South. It also stated that new states from the Mexico Territory just won the war against Mexico, which was a fight over the border between the two countries, and Texas would decide on their own if they wanted to become a slave state or a free state, and it stated that California will become a free state. This was fine until in 1854, the South insisted on breaking the Missouri Compromise and splitting the Nebraska Territory into Kansas and Nebraska and making both of these territories slave states. This made Congress look for another compromise and came up with the Kansas-Nebraska Act. This act simply allowed the states to decide themselves. This was fine until slave voters from Missouri ran to vote in Kansas. The North was outraged and said the vote was unfair and illegal. Uh, abolitionists then went to Kansas and started a fight over this, which gave Kansas the name Bleeding Kansas. This helped provoke the Civil War, but more tensions were to come. The Kansas-Nebraska Nebraska Act also resulted in the Republican Party to form. The Whigs, a half-slavery, half-anti-slavery group, split. The anti-slavery part joined another political party, and together they made the Republicans. Abraham Lincoln was part of this new Republican Party that was about to watch tensions begin to strengthen even more. During the 1860 presidential election, Abraham Lincoln was running for president of the Republican Party. He was running against Northern Democrat Stephen Douglas, who favored slavery and had beaten Lincoln in the 1858 race for senator two years earlier. He was also running against Southern Democrat John Breckinridge. The South didn't like Lincoln's anti-slavery program and threatened to secede or break away from the Union if Abraham Lincoln was elected president. Despite not winning a single electoral vote in the South, Lincoln won it easily. Six weeks later, South Carolina became the first state to secede from the Union. They were quickly followed by six more states, Mississippi, Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Louisiana, and Texas. They banded together to form the CSA, the Confederate States of America. On February 8th, the CSA elected Jefferson Davis to become the president of their new country. At this time, tensions were at their highest point. Starting 242 years before, a group of 20 people had been brought here, and they had caused tension to grow and grow. Eventually, it had led to two different nations, and on April 13, 1861, the day after the Battle of Fort Sumter, it had caused war. That was my article on the cause of the Civil War in the eyes of the CSA and the USA. Bye!